I would put up any person on our team, and they're not only so incredible at what they do, but they're also just a really great person. So the fabric of the community that we're building inside of Talkshop Live, I feel like is reflective in our product. This is The Playbook. Welcome to The Playbook. I'm here, Dave Meltzer, at the Blue Wire Studios in the lobby of the Win in Las Vegas, the best podcast studios in the world. I'm so blessed to have our shows hosted here with Blue Wire and Blue Wire Studios. But today I'm even more blessed. I have two good friends of mine changing the world of shopping. So it's kind of a love-hate relationship with Brian and Tina Moore. <laughs> Brian's the CEO and co-founder. Tina, co-founder as well at the unbelievable talk shop live. And the reason I say it's a love-hate relationship, guys, is I have three daughters and a wife. Need I say more? <laughs> and all you guys are doing is creating the hottest, best, easiest way to spend my money. Are you kidding me? I shouldn't even allow you in my studio. This, <laughs> Hey, guys, uh, get the producer. This may be the most expensive interview I've ever done with the, the, the new way uh, to shop. So let's start at the beginning because, you know, it's not easy to work with your wife. I mean, I meant the other way. Not easy to work with your spouse. Sister. Sister. Uh, <laughs> sister. Oh, I didn't even know. Even worse. Oh, Actually, never mind. Actually, we say that sometimes in meetings. We're like, we're not married. We're siblings. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is. Wait, first of all, this is a miracle in its, its wake. So this must be a message from God to be able to shop easier, uh, especially with the amount of streaming content that there is today and the integration of all the different product placement as well as opportunities that exist in streaming content taken from you know, the guy that probably in the Middle East Mutant Turtle has more content. So as brother and sister, how did you decide that this is where you would finally shed all the baggage of your sibling rivalry and work together and change the world? Well, we both come from the worlds of media, right? So I started the social media department at 20th Television, right? And then I moved over to CBS where I was overseeing social and digital for all their syndicated programming. And Tina did media for consumer brands. consumer brands. And there was a time period where, after I left CBS, where the social media algorithm shifted, right? It, it, it started to impact traffic online, and it started to impact how people made sales. And we got together and we were talking just because it, it came from a mutual pain point that we both had for our clients, right? Working with talent, brands, influencers, and I had studied Mandarin Chinese for 13 years and lived there for a year and two summers. And so I watched as live commerce took off in Asia and became a phenomenon, a billion dollar industry. And then Tina and I were talking about it and we were like, we need this solution for our clients here in the US, in North America, but it needs to look different, you know? Yeah. So we really came together and that's why when you, when you look at Talkshop Live, it's a live stream commerce platform, it's a network right, of retailers, publishers, creators, but also everywhere our video player is, lives outside of Talkshop Live, it's embeddable and shoppable there. And is there a tool in order to facilitate that embedding of, of the actual platform? It's, it's a code. It's an oh, embed code. That's it. Embed code. So it's easy, One seamless. Link. Thanks again uh, for making it so easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's one thing to come up with, you know, a conversation between me and my sister who uh, graduated Columbia MBA, who I would have dreamed to work with, by the way, but uh, I couldn't afford her. <laughs> I, I feel that way about her, too. That's awesome. <laughs> he tells me every day. That's so awesome. But, you know, I think that there's a million 
siblings or couples out there that have great ideas, big ideas like this one, um, and never really get it to market or to even raise money or to a business plan. What did you think the secret was? Because I really want people to delve into, you know, we go from ideation into innovation into execution. I'm most interested in that executions part of it of, you know, how do you actually come with an idea and materialize it as brother and sister? You know, what were the steps or any challenges along the way? Yeah, I mean, I think that we really listened to each other along the way. We trusted each other. And Is that we, something you guys did as kids? Listen to each other and trust each I other? I don't, I, I'm not sure. I, okay. Sometimes, <laughs> but, <laughs> but certainly not. I, tr I, trust, I trusted her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Certainly not um, as much as we have over the last four years. Um, yeah. We really have had to have very honest conversations with each other. And I think patience, honesty, and listening have been integral into how we've been able to put this business together and see it grow, um, especially as we brought other people into our, onto our team. Um, when we started, it was the two of us. It was our idea. Um, and in order to bring other people in, you really have to trust your partner in it, whether you're, they're your brother or not. So That's amazing. And talking about building a team, especially today with the great resignation and the talent shortage that exists out there and recruiting and retaining people, you guys are building a big team. What are you most proud of uh, for that team? David, I, my, my favorite thing about our business is our team. Right. And I like I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, if there's one thing that I'm doing right as a CEO, it's hiring all of the greatest people that know so much about what they do and do what they do so well. But one of the things we talk about every Thursday, we have a, a Zoom happy hour, right, for, for our whole team. And one of the things that we talk about and we also talk about it every time a new hire comes on is that. I would put up any person on our team and they're not only so incredible at what they do but they're also just a really great person. So the fabric of the community that we're building inside of Talkshop Live, I feel like is reflective in our product, but also in how consumers use us, how our relationships with publishers and retailers, you know, it's, you know, you're an entrepreneur yourself, right? Like, you know, like relationships are key and the relationships inside your business are as important as the relationships outside. Absolutely. And you know, I've been in technology a long time um, I'm a lot younger than I look, but I'm old. And I was in technology in 1992. And way back then, uh, because of uh, what was a Boolean language search into natural language search, and then I worked in the middleware space, and then for Samsung and the phone division, I really started to get this idea of ubiquity. And, you know, voice ubiquity uh, is still, it's been a long journey from Dragon Dictate into IVRs that actually can recognize in any substantial way and with AI obviously it's getting a lot more accurate but I felt that selling that what you do is the first substantial step to ubiquity that you know as I'm viewing I now can satisfy the old and biggest problem that I want someone walks by on the street for example and we used to say wow that's a great jacket where'd you get it and there's a lot to do to go get that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now there's, thanks again, there's almost <laughs> nothing <laughs> that you need to do except for click. Or, and so, I mean, you guys, it, it's a substantial change in the way people sell and buy. 
Yeah, and I would say, like, to that point, I would also say that one of the things that we really looked at when we were like, how are we going to make this work in North America that is different from what's going on in Asia? Because the, con the consumer is different. The brands and retailers are different. The creators are different. The publishers are different. And that's why we created it out of app, right? So that we created this vehicle where it's embeddable, shoppable, and viewable everywhere it exists. And that's really one of, one of the things that's been so key for us as we launched the shoppable interview with Nancy O'Dell and Oprah. You know what I mean? And embedded yeah. on OprahDaily.com. It's, it's what allows, you know, we talk about it a lot internally, but I think the key to where what we've done with live commerce has, has struck a chord with people is that the retailer, the publisher, and the creators can all win together in live commerce. And it's not saying, hey, just come to our destination. You know, and, and to the point of, of, of shopping and the experience, but really, we've created these experiences. Like Tina always references what happened when, when Catherine Zeta-Jones came on with her coffee line, and she launched it. And Tina always talks about like what that meant for the customers. We were immediately in her kitchen with her and Michael Douglas jumped in <laughs> on that one. And, you know, when so then we can ask her a question she can answer us it's like we're sitting in her kitchen having a conversation and then when i receive my coffee in the mail and i make it i'm like oh i'm having coffee with Catherine. Just so so smart. smart and so you're not only buying the product anymore but you're also buying, buying into the experience. experience yeah and within that experience number one comes more credibility mm -hmm. um and the emotional attachment uh in that emotional attachment what aspect of what you do do you think creates the ability to attach emotionally to a product differently than that of a commercial or you know some sort of product placement that you have to then move to another platform in order to find it and search it and buy it? You know where is that uh, system of yours that really creates? Because I felt you know as I watched you know much more tied to the product energetically. I think so, and I think, you know, like, if you, if you look at the different experiences, and this is one of the things where we're like, whether it's Oprah or whether it's the guys from Dude Perfect or whether it's Matthew McConaughey or whether it's Sparkleberry with the crafting edit, the thing is the people who are watching are in the experience, they're engaging in the experience, and when you're buying it, there's no click out. There's no click right. through, right? Like Allure, Allure magazine launched their holiday gift guide live with us, right? And they did it, and you could purchase from... Walmart, Best Buy, a lot of different stores that were all shoppable within, that, within our video player. Within right? that one show. So you could be buying from everyone and you're not leaving. Because the thing is, when you're watching something and you love it, and you love that person and you're connecting, whether it's you know, a talent that you're obsessed with, a creator that you're obsessed with, or whether it is a product that you want to learn about, you don't want to leave it to go buy it, right? You want to learn about it. Yeah, once again, thank you so much for creating the easiest <laughs> way for impulse buying. I, so not only are my kids and wife shopping so seamlessly, but now when they have an impulse, uh, they could easily just add on to the cart, not just with one company, with multiple companies. Um, and you guys have been very successful in working with uh, the biggest companies in the world and just recently had a huge announcement with probably one of the greatest and biggest retailers in the world, Walmart. What does that relationship look to as you have worked with some of the biggest names in entertainment, but now you're working with the biggest retailers as well? You know, I think 
one of the things that we, we talked about a lot is our goal was with building this was how are we gonna connect the retail landscape, right? And it's, it's, it's definitely a pinch me moment, right? When two siblings who started a company that people thought wouldn't necessarily be possible and all of a sudden were the vehicle that, that can power live commerce for America's biggest retailer, it's, it's really exciting. I think what's even more exciting than that is that we provide value for Walmart to also be able to work with Condé Nast, Hearst, and Meredith, who are also our partners, mm -hmm. right? And so when, when we talk about what we've built that's this out-of-app experience, it's not only that it's out-of-app, but you know, people talk about commerce as marketplace, right? We talk about commerce as network, right? And maybe it's because both of our, our media backgrounds, but it's like there's a network of creators, a network of publishers, a network of brand and retailers. And, you know, it's so exciting that everybody's jumped on the bandwagon of live commerce over this last year. But for us, what's most exciting is that we can go out and be the most adoptable version of live commerce, right? Because if you're, uh, if you're, if you're a Walmart shopper, and you can watch it and shop it on walmart.com, you're more apt to adopt it than on another platform, right? If you're, you know, reading, if you're reading allure.com and you're watching it there, or you're watching the Vogue Club because you love Vogue, or GQ watching the Scottie Pippen interview, yeah. right? You relate there so you'll adopt it, and then what we find is people are finding us everywhere and then coming back to Talk Shop Live and experiencing more of our content, which is really exciting. You know, it is exciting to see that ubiquity in commerce itself. But one of the other aspects is being able to fund that company correctly because as the naysayers started to applaud you, uh, you started to feel the second uh, successful challenge uh, called success. <laughs> and something I've dealt with, you know, over the last 35 years, being blessed to be in some companies that were extremely successful and grew very quickly. And uh, But then I didn't you know, wasn't prepared, let's just say, for that expansion, you know, how have you guys been able in such a great way to finance the expansion that you had and capitalize the company correctly? We, we started out bootstrapping it together. Yeah. <laughs> Do one of you more yeah. than the other? Or was it 50-50? No, it was 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and yep. we... Those are such good siblings. I hope my, <laughs> my, my siblings are not watching this. They're like, We, ah, we made know. a commitment to each other. We said, we're going to give it a go. Yeah. And did you give a time commitment with that when you did that? Or was it just... You know what? We didn't. I, okay, I, good. And I, you know me. I'm not a... Time creates resistance, so I'm not one of those guys that suggests anyone ever say, we'll give it a year, we'll give it three years, so I'm glad you gave it no time. We'll just try to get this done as fast as we can, right? But right. we're also well, not quitters. So yeah, we, that's good. That's once genetic. we started, we were in it, we were like, oh, here we go. Well, and, and, and the big thing that we, it's, it's almost like our, our mutual motto together is that, you know, nothing, no, nothing is impossible. It just hasn't been done yet. Yeah. Right. And and when you're starting something and you're starting it from the ground up, like you will hear no's. Right. But when you can turn those no's into how's. Right. And mm -hmm. and it's been it's been really exciting for us to be able to do that together. But also as we've built out this team to see that, like people are coming in with the same attitude. And I think one of the most critical things to, to having a startup and once you start to get funding, is bringing on the people that have the same attitude, drive, and vision that you do. The desire that you must be what you can be, right? Exactly. That's what I hire for as well. Because skills and knowledge are your basement 
the desire is the ceiling. And if you get a collective consciousness where we hire for that basement to be as high as we can, but even if it's not as high as we want, that desire takes us to a whole another dimension as a team. And it sounds like yeah. that's what you guys have been able to do. Yeah, and it's just always finding out the way, right? Like yeah. If we come together, like we're yeah. going to do it. <laughs> yeah. And we've found some great partners in our investors that we did end up getting uh, investment money in. So. And yeah, and I would say to that, because it was new for us, we're both first-time founders. Yeah, yeah. which is so surprising <laughs> to be so successful. I'm kind of jealous. It was like people get jealous of me. I wasn't a founder, but... My first job, I made a million dollars in nine months. And it was like, how'd you do that? I'm wow. like, a lot better than being a first-time founder. It went a lot faster. <laughs> when I became a first-time founder, that's why I lost everything. <laughs> no, but I think, I, I think with us, someone, someone told us, someone who we both respect very much told us early on, right? You're building a business. You're not building hype, mm -hmm. right? So build for a business. And the other thing that someone told us very early on was, you know, a lot of people can give you money right but allow people to be to be a part of it that you want to get married to for 10 years yeah. do you know what i mean and be in this and and can really drive drive the doors open that you need open as as you grow your success and i think you know we've we've been really selective with who's invested in us and and we've taken our time while still running really fast you know what i mean like we, we We've, Patience we, and persistence, yeah. great reconciliation. <laughs> and, and I think to your, to your point of what you said earlier, like it's really the key for us has always been about the execution. And as long as we have the means to execute at the most optimal level all the time, then, then we're in the game always. Yeah, it's interesting because I do coach companies of your size to take in money in, in two different fronts. So I think that strategic money is the most important, but not to misguide or mislead people it's very challenging to have you have to have a unique unicorn of some aspect to only take in strategic money so i help companies create two different options kind of like those who just put their money in and mm -hmm. then of course the strategic investors that may have a discount to market and it's a little bit more work up front now everything takes longer than we anticipate i'm sitting here just admittedly you know a little upset with you because of how easy you're making shopping <laughs> Um, but also a little bit jealous because I, I love my siblings. I respect them so much and I'd love to work with them, but none of them want to work with me. I know I'm the common denominator of that problem. <laughs> One's a rabbi, so it'd be really difficult to work with me. He's the one that I really want to work with me because I think he could help me the most. <laughs> Where there's a Forget will, the there's a way. One. Forget the word one. <laughs> I was like, God, please just let him come over here. Um, but starting a business takes a lot longer than we think. And there had to have been a moment that maybe both of you sat down and questioned, you know, continuing. And I know you're both not quitters, but what was the most challenging issue? Was it ever, you, you may never have doubted and want to quit, but, you know, they, they put it this way, in my career, and I'm blessed, twice blessed. Mm -hmm. If somebody would have told me what I had to go through to get to here today to <laughs> sit with the great Brian and Tina Moore, if you would have told me what it takes to get here, I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm like you guys, right? I'm the consistent, persistent warrior pursuing my potential, you know, the little Rudy that could or whatever they call me, but I'm not sure I'd start it. <laughs> like, <I'm> like <laughs> it's so hard. So, you know, well, what I'll was that honest, moment for you guys? I'll be honest. There have been times throughout that we've, we've had days and moments and we always say, we're so grateful that we don't have those moments at the exact same time oh, <laughs> because we probably, because we probably, I don't think we actually would have thrown in the towel, but there were it times. It got rough. Yeah, I mean, there's always a moment of 
you know, anxiety around money or whatever it may be, like early on, keep going. Like that's you. You really have nothing to lose by 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 continuing. Um, but we also had each other, so I think that helped a lot because when one was feeling really blue, the other one brought and the next day it was a whole new day. Well, and I think that's that's the other thing. It's like. And I feel like it's something that I, I don't know if our parents said it to us, but I feel like I could imagine our mother saying it to us, you know, which is like you can start your day over at any time. I love that. Do you, do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, but really, like, we, like, to the core, right? And I think to be an entrepreneur and, and to found anything, everybody probably feels this way about what they're doing. But to the core, right, you know that what you're building can make a profound impact and difference, and your job is to carry it through to get there. And so I think that no matter how we personally feel at any moment, right, we know that we're creating something that's, that's way bigger than what we are, right? And it's really, you know, creating something that, that, can, that can be the future and can help so many businesses, you know? And, and, then, and now we're in it with a team, right? Yeah. So now it's like, Game on. We have a lot We're more in it with all of you. Depending yeah. on us. So. You know, <laughs> I, it's obvious that you're blessed with the same genetic and energetic inheritance that uh, is more aligned or conducive to positive thinking, manifestation. I mean, you both are like two cheerleaders, you know, that are cheering each other on and now cheering your team on, which I think is just yeah. a, a wonderful thing. And that's not always true uh, within siblings to have that alignment, the energy and the genetics uh, that align with such a positive. Uh, last question real quick. So I'm a toptimist like you two, right? I feel like, oh yeah, I love these two. They're, no wonder their company is so successful. <laughs> um, but I also have learned over the years because my team uh, is also aligned into that desire that we must be what we can be to live with gratitude and forgiveness and accountability and inspiration. And every day is a great day. And we can always, you know, we're being promoted and protected, not punished by the mistakes, failures, and setbacks, all these great things. Within the context of growing, I've always uh, wanted or needed to have what I call a Justin, right? Justin's the person at your company that is like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> right? This is not a bed of roses we're living in, guys. Look at this over here um, so that we can counteract, you know, the extreme optimism that you two have. Do you find it necessary to have a Justin or a group of Justins in the context that are more skeptical, more vetting in nature, more detailed as far as, you know, a little bit of what others would call negative energy, but what I call, you know, somebody to make sure that I'm living in the real world? Yeah, and I think it's so important to have people that challenge your ideas. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Because even at our company, it's not always our idea that wins. It's best idea wins. You know, and I think that one of our, we were really fortunate to get, to, to put together great advisors. It's something that people told us really early on was like, get really great advisors to your company. And one of um, our advisors told me something that sticks with me forever. But she said, grieve quick. When you have a startup, what you need to know is grieve quickly. Like, Things are gonna happen, it's not gonna go your way. Mm -hmm. Pass, move on, go in the direction you need to go. And so, of course there are things that don't work out, but when, but when you take things that don't work out, you learn from them, and, and you're not afraid to admit failure and move on, that's, then, then you're, only, you're still moving forward. Yeah, that's the Meltzer minutes and moments philosophy, not days, weeks, months, and years accelerating into the wrong direction. Seeing that pain is an indicator that you are being promoted and protected to a better place, a better position, 
just as you've taken your company and all that work with you. I'm just amazed by both of you. I can't wait to, to do more and see how I can integrate some of my content and those great celebrities, athletes, entertainers, millionaires, and billionaires that I work with to make sure they're aware of what you guys are doing at Talk Shop Live. Uh, and they can check this out anywhere. Talk Shop Live. Brian and Tina Moore here live at the Win in Las Vegas, the Blue Wire Studios. Thank you so much for joining me.